Welcome to Bar Fights with attorney and advocate Sarah Klein. Taking on issues that matter and advocating for legal, cultural, and political change everywhere in order to protect children and vulnerable adults. Joining the conversation are survivors, advocates, lawyers, media personalities, athletes, celebrities, authors, wellness aficionados, and many more. Because bringing real justice takes a team of experts who care. Now, leading the fight is your host, Sarah Klein. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Bar Fights. This is Sarah Klein, and today is a little bit different. I do not have a guest with me today, and I did not put out a podcast last week either. And the reason for that is, as I'm sure you guys have seen on the news, um, my sister survivors went to Washington and testified in front of the United States Senate Judiciary Committee. The whole world, again, watched as four incredibly brave, vulnerable, heroic, sad, devastated women sat there for hours, shared their most vulnerable truths and answered questions about what is known now as one of the greatest cover-ups really of all time. You know, when the FBI can't protect you, um, who can? And so I was there in Washington with my sister survivors, Simone Biles, Allie Raisman, Michaela Maroney, and Maggie Nichols, as well as a few other survivors and watched them prepare, watched them do their jobs that they should never, ever be subjected to doing. I did a bunch of media. I shed a lot of tears. And the reason I've taken a little bit of a break is healing is not a straight line. And I'm going to be really vulnerable with you guys today. The last two weeks have been really rough for me personally. And you guys see me out there as strong and as capable and as, you know, the person, you know, strong for the other survivors. And I always say, I don't want to portray that it's not hard for me to, because if I did that, And I said, look, you know, I'm on the other side of this. You can be on the other side of this too. And everything's bright and shiny and happy. I'd be lying. And that wouldn't be authentic. And and that's not how healing works. You never arrive. And so after what happened in Washington, you know, right out of the gate, I went home and then had to get on another plane for for more of the same, which I can't talk about, but more of the same, you know, Nasser stuff. And then, you know, was home for a day and got on another plane. And now I'm in a fourth location, which is why, you know, my sound might not be great. I'm just coming to raw and real from my laptop by myself um, today. And I'm struggling. I'm struggling. I have shed more tears in the last few weeks than I have probably in the last year. 
I'm attempting to sort of recalibrate, you know, watching those women do what they did in Washington as powerful and amazing as it was, it's disorienting and it's destabilizing because what you have to do is sort of get back in that eight, nine, 10 year old body and, and realize the stuff they're talking about again is on the national stage. But again, that same stuff happened to me and I was so little and so helpless. And I guess the one word I can use for how I felt in the last couple of weeks is, is helpless. I felt helpless. I felt, I felt small again. I felt fearful again. And, and I don't know necessarily, you know, that that's rational. I know it's not rational. What, what do I have to be afraid of anymore? One of my perpetrators is behind bars for life. The other one committed suicide in February. Um, but it's, it's that re-traumatization when you have to go back to that place and put yourself back in that child's shoes that can be very, very, very difficult. And so you guys, I've been struggling. I know many of my sister survivors have been struggling and the conversation I want to start to have with all of you, my lovely, beautiful, strong listeners is what do you guys do for self-love? What do you do when you're, you're hurting so bad, you're in fetal position, crying and feeling like you can't get simple tasks done. If you guys could see my to-do list, my email inbox, my text messages, you would go, holy crap. Um, it causes me stress just to talk about it, but I'm behind and, and I'm behind because I had to take two weeks and I had to keep going and keep going in, in some unhealthy ways. Um, sort of felt like I've been crawling through the last two weeks and I kept having to show up and I kept having to talk about it and kept having to show up and kept having to talk about it. And, you know, I, I made bad decisions during that time. I hurt people that I deeply love and care about. Um, and I think it's just all normal reactions to trauma and, I'm aware of that. I have a great therapist. I do all the things, but I guess my message to you guys is just, this is what trauma looks like. (laughs) This is what it looks like. I'm in my yoga bands and my baseball cap and I have no makeup on and I've been crying for weeks and, and, you know, just, you know, limping along. And that's what this looks like. And You know, I always say on the show, I want this show to be about hope and inspiring you. And so what I hope can inspire you today is that vulnerability is okay. Asking for help is okay. Talking about the times that we're hurting are okay. Not being shiny and perfect and bright and, and, you know, together all the time is okay. And whatever it is you're going through in your life, again, a divorce, a broken relationship, financial issues, issues with your kids. I had a friend recently that lost her son. It was a few days before his 21st birthday and he passed away. And I'm thinking, how do you get up and go on from that? You know, and it was only a couple months ago and, and she's up 
some days. And, and so whatever it is you're going through, it's okay to not be okay. And that's what I want today to be about. And that's why I'm coming to you without a guest, without a script, from my yoga pants, by myself, just to say to you guys, whatever life throws at you, whether things are going great right now or whether they're not, whether your adversity is coming in the future, whether it's not, whether it's your child facing adversity or your friend or your husband or whatever it is, it's okay to not be okay. And it's okay to ask for help and to say, this is hard. And someone I love, Glennon Doyle, who I've been following forever, um, always says, you know, we can do hard things. And I have a poster that says that, that is hanging in my office. We can do hard things. And right now it's hard for me. It's hard, but I can do hard things. And that's why I'm having this conversation today. I skipped a week of the podcast. I didn't feel like getting back at it. I didn't feel like being strong. And this is me today, not being strong and loving all of you and saying, we can do this together. We can lift each other up. We can stand on each other's shoulders when we need to. And so I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for continuing to listen to Bar Fights. I'm having so much fun doing it and getting to connect with so many of you that I've never met, that I might never meet, but we are each other's people and I'm here for you. I love you. I believe you. You can do this. And thank you for reminding me that I can do this too. I love you guys and I'll talk to you soon. Bye. For listening to Bar Fights with attorney Sarah Klein, taking on issues that matter. Please check out our website at barfightspodcast.com, Instagram at barfightspodcast, or Twitter at barfights underscore pod for the latest show updates and archives.